0: Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary. This is episode 312 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. This episode is called Mucho Diablo. It is June 18, 2021, and this is Jen. And I'm gonna start off with my week in gaming, which I actually got some stuff done this week. So I think previously I was talking about with Diablo 3, I was working my way through the season journey. And my hope was I'd get through chapter four and actually get the green dragon pet that floats around behind you and like plays catch with itself with some little ball toy that it's playing with as if it were a puppy or something. I finally got it. And I was super excited because I've been trying to get that thing ever since it was first offered. And I've never been able to do it. For whatever reason, the season that gets that one as if you complete through chapter four, you get this pet always coincided with like stuff I was working on. Like, it would be, like, a time when my workload as a freelancer was really, you know, a lot, and I didn't have time. Or I'd have, um, I, you know, I, I have chronic illnesses. I get sick. Sometimes I don't have the energy to play, and it'd be something like that, or there'd be other things going on. And this time I got it! Finally got that one. Now, I know you can get a second one if you finish the rest of the season journey. You don't get a second dragon. There's, like, this sort of feline-looking pet that I can't remember what they're wearing, some kind of armor or something. But um, I might try to get that one if there's time, but I don't know how much time I'm going to have. In the meantime, I've posted a few more of my Diablo gameplay videos on bookofjen.net. Several are on my YouTube channel, which is also called Book of Jen, and more will be going there soon. I'm not sure if what I want to do is... See how far I can push through the current season in Diablo 3 or go back to Diablo Immortal and make some more videos of that. And those I've been making like these little like basic how does this game work videos because I feel like when I play that game, first of all, I'm having a heck of a lot of fun. And second, it's so different from when we all, well, whoever was at BlizzCon 2018 got the opportunity to play the game. Uh, I you know, in the convention center and it was like just a small amount of stuff and it's just so huge now so I'm kind of like teaching myself how to navigate through and understand what's to do next and all of that so I don't know I'm kind of not sure which way to go with that and I guess you'll find out next week what I did we have a whole lot of Diablo so we're calling this episode Mucho Diablo because there is so much and I'm going to start with a tweet from Diablo Immortal which was posted on July 7, not July June 17. So yesterday from when I'm recording this and they have a graphic here from the Diablo Immortal game with a big box in the front and they have taken out whatever was in that box. You can see some of the character types behind it sort of looking out over and around this box. And the box says this, your phone case color plus your last injury equals Your clan name. Now, I get they're doing this to try to get people interested in the clans and to think about what their clan name might be and just to make things kind of fun. The Diablo Immortal account says, Our Enemy Tie-Dye Paper Cuts. So there's your clan name, Tie-Dye Paper Cuts, right? (laughs) I mean, that's kind of the option. And some of them are just, you know, of course, the Diablo accounts now do respond to quite a few Uh, of the comments left when they ask you to tell them something or show them some art or or that sort of thing. So somebody, the first one in the list from the way I see it on Twitter, is someone who says that their clan name is Red Kidney Stone. And Diablo Immortal says, We wince simply hearing the name of your clan. (laughs) The next one says, Blue Lumbar Strain. Diablo Immortal says, The swords you've been lifting have been too heavy. (laughs) I think that's kind of funny. And the third one that the Diablo Immortal account responded to was someone who said, Black fish hook in the finger. Diablo Immortal says, Led by the warrior hook finger. And it goes from there. It's just really silly. And I love just the frivolous nature of the way the Diablo accounts on Twitter are behaving and responding. And I've never seen this much response from these accounts until, you know, Fairly recently I guess and it's wonderful that they're just really really heavily reaching out to the community and making things playful but the more interesting thing is that they really are whoever's behind these really has taken on the character it's as though you're talking to Diablo or Diablo is talking to you and it's just it's fun and I just love it. Dread Scythe has put together a giant thing as he does and it is his Diablo Immortal closed alpha feedback it's on BlizzPro, and uh, the tweet that he posted on the 16th was that the uh, his Diablo Immortal closed alpha feedback is done and posted for reading. It's another long one. Read in chunks. Looking forward to more testing. Now, Dreadscythe, as you may know, writes a lot of stuff that is very detail-oriented and interesting and well-explained. Uh, we, he's done this for some of the Diablo stuff. He was on Shattered Soulstone a while back talking about one of these uh, development hell things that he was doing at the time. And it was a three hour show and it was fascinating. And I edited that and I was like, this is so fascinating, but now I'm tired. And it was just like, I meant it as like a huge compliment and I'm hoping he got that. I think he did at the time. So this one that he's written is going to be very long as well. And yeah, you might want to read it in chunks and go back to it because you can, some people process better that way. I think I would. So yeah, you know, it's, um, it's something you really want to check out if you're into Diablo Immortal or if you haven't gotten into it yet from the closed alpha, but you would really like to get the ideas, concepts, and considerations that only Dread Scythe can provide with this type of long form reading. So definitely dig into that. Definitely. And again, as I say, every show, everything I talk about in the show will be linked in the show notes at ShatteredSoulStone.com. So you can check out any or all of it whenever you like. The Diablo Immortal account also put up kind of a silly little post. And it's got a short, tiny little video from the inside of a bar. And there is a bartender whose name above his head says Bartender Bailey. There's a guy sitting there named Rain, R-A-N-E. And he's sitting in front of the bar and there's a couple other people in there. And there's a dog on the floor uh, in between where Rain is sitting and where there's an empty seat at the bar. The Diablo Immortal account says, can you pet the dog in West March? No, you may only gaze at its blissful existence with envy. And if you play the eight second video, it's like a little corgi that goes like spinning around in circles for a little while. <laughs> and it's just there's something about whoever's running this that has a perfect mix of like the... I don't know scariness or you know hellish aspects of these games and also just the silliness in some parts and it's it's a lovely mix now we're going to move on to Diablo 3 which I talked about a little bit with my gameplay already in this but uh last episode was about uh, or part of it was about the well PTR that was going to come out And it has now. It's now live. So Diablo 3 2.7.1 PTR is live. And it is featuring iconic ethereals from Diablo 2. There is, um, connected to that tweet that I'm reading from the Diablo account on Twitter, is a link to the entire public test realm thing. And I'm not sure if they changed much since the first one. I'm kind of skimming it here. And, um, you know, it's got the usual stuff from what I'm looking at. Previously, it looked like some stuff was in red, and I'm not seeing as much red in this. They changed some things, apparently. I don't know exactly what. And it's got the typical, here's how you do the PTR. And, oh, there is some red in here. So there is that. It's talking about the Ethereals. And the, um, the Ethereals are a new weapon type that players will be able to acquire and hunt in, hunt for in the upcoming seasonal journey. The Ethereals will roll a powerful set of Aphexes, a random class weapon weapon legendary power, and a random class passive power. They will have unique icons, names, item types, and sounds originally found in Diablo 2. So this is like a Diablo 2 crossover into Diablo 3's upcoming Season 24. And there's a whole lot of details in here if you want to read them. One of them is you can only equip one Ethereal at a time. And Ethereals ignore item durability loss. There's uh, legendary powers and class passive skills rolled on Ethereals do not stack with the same power equipped through Kanai's cube, items, or skills. So it's all this other stuff. You can't transmog them. You can't die them. You can't reforge them. You can't trade them. They can't be augmented. There are 21 Ethereals during Season season 24, and if you collect them all, uh, you get a feat of strength called ethereal uh, recollection and there's just a whole bunch of stuff in here and i know that people have gotten into the ptr and just gone in there and you know i know that people have been talking about specific ethereals that they found and um they're like a teal color around the outside you know like the legend like the primals are red these are like kind of a, a teal color but not a blue and, you know, there's more in there if you want to check that out. Or, you know, if you want to get into the PTR, you can do that too. I assume it's still going on because, you know, season eight uh, over yet. The 23 is not over, and so 24 is not here yet, and whatever. It's interesting. Um, I think if I have time and if I have the energy to do so, I might actually see how many of these I can hunt down because it might be a fun little extra project to do in a new season and of course i'm going to start with the barbarian because that is primarily what i play and if i can find them i hear there's three for each class and if i can get those three then maybe i'll like you know move on and try to get three more for another class and just see how far i can get because i kind of like chasing achievements sometimes and that one sounds like fun and i just feel like it would be fun to have you know you know, you got to catch them all, like the Pokemon thing. I think it would be a fun thing to do in Diablo. There's also a little video from the Diablo account on Twitter, and it says, Justice is by your side, but death lies before you. And for some reason, it's a nine second little video with a close up of Tyrael as Tyrael looks in Diablo 3. And I'm not sure exactly what this is trying to hint at, or if it was just something cool they put because it's a cool graphic. I'm not sure. You know, it's it's kind of neat. I don't know if they're talking about Diablo 2. It doesn't specifically say. It seems to me that the Diablo 2 stuff and the Diablo 3 stuff have merged just into the Diablo account. So some of it's a little like, which one are they kind of, you know, I don't know, but it's a neat little graphic. Going back to the Ethereals, Bloodshed's been working on this, and I'm sure other people have too, but I found his content, so I'm putting it into the show. He's got a YouTube video that has, it's a QA and a guide on the Ethereal items that are coming to Season 24. And if you want a little clip... And you don't want to watch a whole video because you don't have time or whatever. There is a small clip that he posted on Twitter. And it's uh, titled All Ethereals. And it's a very brief uh, rundown of here's the ones for this class and that class. And kind of scrolls over them. And it was kind of neat. It was kind of interesting. Wolf Crier is back creating content again, which is fantastic because he's a wonderful person and I really like the way he digs into video games of whatever type. He has done a season uh, Diablo 3 season 24 PTR patch notes discussion on YouTube, talking about the upcoming seasonal theme and different changes that are going on and that uh, all this will be linked into the show notes and I'm just happy he's doing content again. He did do a video fairly recently Uh, talking about how he wanted to start doing content again, but maybe focus on, you know, not only Diablo stuff, but other games that he likes as well and branch out a bit. And I hope he's happy doing that because people who make content should be happy about what they're making. And he's a really cool guy. You might know his name from Level with the Cause that he used to do every season to raise money for kids with cancer or some other sort of children's charity type thing. I haven't followed it completely to know if it's always the same cause but anyway he's doing content again and it's wonderful moving on to diablo 2 resurrected the diablo account has posted that on september 23rd evil will be resurrected you can pre-order the diablo 2 resurrected uh game for early access to the open beta at diablo2.com and it's uh, it's going to be a thing. We're definitely getting that this year, I think. At least the beta, you know, <laughs> should be soon. Um, you can't play it on a Mac. You can play it on a PC. You can play it on an Xbox. And I want to say PS5 or something like that. I have an Xbox, so I'm going to be playing it on there. And I'm kind of excited. I don't know if I'm going to try to get into the beta or not. But we'll see. I'll think about it. But if, if this is your thing, if you desperately wanted to play Diablo 2 Resurrected over all the other you know Diablo games that are out or coming out or being worked on or whatever, you might want to see if you can get into the beta and you know, have like early access to whatever the beta is going to be. And of course, betas and alphas change. So your input, your response, uh, and suggestions could change how the game goes a little bit at that point so if you want to do that you can do that i'm not sure if i'm going to do that we'll see and also the diablo account posted bring some friends to perish alongside you diablo 2 resurrected is coming september 23rd and it's got a 12 second second video of people's characters just dying suddenly in mobs into different uh from different apexes coming at them and different monsters and it's just it's kind of amusing in a sick way but I think that's kind of our thing if we're playing these games, you know? And then... There is a Funko Pop, because of course there's a Funko Pop. There's been Funko Pops about characters in the Diablo games before. I'm sure there will be again. I personally have the Tyrael one and the Diablo one with the little crystal in his head. And this one is for for the Dark Wanderer. It's the Diablo II Resurrected Pop. And uh, I guess is what they're calling it in this tweet. It is from Funko and... uh, you know, the Diablo account says evil is here in at Original Funko form. Let the Diablo 2 resurrected pop game cover Dark Wanderer bring chaos to your collection. And it is a pre-order exclusively at GameStop. So if you want to get that thing, you got to order it through GameStop. And it looks super cool. It's so detailed. I mean, you've got this like skull-like figure with glowing-ish eyes they're not actually glowing but they're like yellow and most of this figure is red and he's wearing a black robe with red highlights that are very intricately detailed with either is a fancy design or is intended to be runes of some sort and it's kind of cool like I don't really collect these things but maybe this one I just think it's really neat And moving on, more Diablo 2 Resurrected stuff. Pure Diablo has a a blog post talking specifically about the sword models in Diablo 2 Resurrected. There's a little picture that they tweeted out, and I'm sure there's a ton of information in their blog, so I'll send you over there if that's something you want to check out. Rod Ferguson, who is the EP of the Diablo franchise at Blizzard, has uh, been featured in a GameSpot, I think it's a video... And so what he wrote to point this out to everyone was following up the E3 announce, talking about Diablo 2 Resurrected. Before I do any more press, I'm going to have to find a better audio setup. Which, aw, you know, (laughs) it just goes to show that, you know, even people that are, like, used to doing stuff on audio and, you know, press stuff and things like that, I mean even they can have an off day with maybe their microphone not working really well or maybe realizing they need a better setup like he's talking about and it's not just like i think a lot of podcasters in general no matter what their topic is do go through that where they're like i need a better setup i really need a better setup after like listening back to it you know, so I hope he finds his better setup. But again, this is on Gamespot, and it's a video, and you can check that out uh, on Gamespot specifically. And I think I've got one more thing. Now I've got a few more things in here. Okay, so um, maybe these are the same. Maybe they're connected. There's a uh, PC Games N on Twitter, and they have an article. And the article that they uh, link to, it's their article, on it's PC Games N and. It's titled this Diablo two remastered will be more accessible to players with disabilities. And I think that's fantastic because I have disabilities and I know what it's like to have to stop playing because your hands hurt more quickly and more often than people who do not have that type of disability, you know, do. And I've noticed that different games um, and different things related to uh, gaming have been being more accessible in a variety of ways. Like, I think it was, might have been last episode or the one before, where I was talking about Twitch adding all these tags that you could stick onto your Twitch uh, information as you're streaming. And it's had a wide variety of different types of people represented, including. Uh, disabilities and mental health issues and um, LGBTQ and different races and different, just all these kinds of things. And there's so many, I know they added a few more recently, um, but they didn't announce it. So the only way to know is like, I saw somebody on Twitter talking about it. So if, if, if you, going back to the Twitch tags, if you did not feel that you were represented by a Twitch tag, it might be there now. So that's something you can check out uh, by going back to Twitch's account and finding the giant list, I suppose. But the PC Games thing is um, they talked to Rod Ferguson, okay, who's uh, who says the Diablo 2 Remastered team partnered with Able Gamers, and I think a lot of us have heard about Able, Able Gamers, uh, to have a group of disabled players try the alpha version and provide feedback. So I think that's fantastic. Able Gamers COO Steven Spawn or Spoon? Uh, S-P-O-H-N tells us PC games and his group has helped train Blizzard employees through an accessible player experiences course which is available for free at accessible games so all of that together is pretty neat and I like when they include people that have disabilities able gamers is a good company for for this sort of thing. Because it opens up gaming to more people than it, it might have been without even considering it. And I like that some gaming companies are finally starting to really go okay, we've got this game and we've run it through some, you know, internal testing and whatever, and we think it's pretty good. How will this work for people who have disabilities? How will this work for people who um, are nonverbal or whatever? And that's. Bringing me to Xbox, which I forgot to grab notes for, but I could find them. Um, recently put together an upcoming features kind of thing. And one of the things that they have in their games through their uh, their system where you can play games with other people through your Xbox and uh, party chat or something, party system, something like that. And what they've added is speech-to-text so if you are a person who has uh is deaf or hard of hearing Um, The people you're playing with in your group can speak and you can set up to allow the speech of the other players in your group to appear as text in a little box on your screen that can be moved around or altered the size of while you're playing, which is fantastic. And then there's also text-to-speech, and that can be used for a lot of people. There are people who are nonverbal. There are people who have situations where they just don't want to use their voice and some of that I'm thinking if I have people in my family who are on the autism spectrum and sometimes it's hard for and I'm thinking of one of my siblings specifically if he was playing video games in the past he would focus only on that and not be able to carry on conversation and today I I don't know if he's still playing games or not but um today if you jump into like an Xbox party chat group and you've got all these people talking to you and you're also focusing very hard on the gameplay for some people who have autism or who are autistic that can be overwhelming trying to keep up with understanding the dialogue going on with the people and also in the game so if you have uh, text to speech you can take time for your response you can ask questions like did you mean this or you know that sort of thing and in addition I think it would sort of make it easier to understand and then you wouldn't have to if you're an overwhelmed person trying to play a game and also be social at the same time you could use the speech to text feature to basically say what you want to say and you have a little more control over what words you choose and when you post it and and you can choose a synthetic voice to speak to the rest of your team with whatever you've typed, it's fantastic. And I love it that I'm seeing a lot of this stuff becoming really accessible now for people who have different needs, who are neurodivergent, who have disabilities, who have whatever, you know, and it's great. So I think it's cool that, you know, the Diablo team actually worked with able gamers to try to make things more accessible. The Diablo 2 resurrected specifically in this article. And uh, it's just making the world a lot more open for people who want to play video games. And that's fantastic. And I think that's where I'm going to end the show. I don't know how long I've been babbling, but I had a lot to say for a lot of stuff that hopefully some of which you found interesting, too. So I'm going to end the show here. You have been listening to Episode 312 of The Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as at the Shattered Soulstone website. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your thoughts, contributions, questions, and feedback to our Twitter at Shattered Stone or Facebook, facebook.com slash Shattered Soulstone. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.